Welcome to A Servant's Heartbeat. My name is Kristen. Thank you for listening and allowing me to share my heartbeat for the kingdom of God with you. So the question of the day is this, are you ready to go beyond? Are you ready to go beyond? Now with the new year, uh, people will begin to think about things they want to change, improvements they want to make, and better habits they want to form. This is also a time where um, consecration may come into play. Uh, We as a church family are actually doing this right now. So there is some intentional prayer and fasting going on. And maybe this happens to you, but whenever a time of intentional prayer and fasting goes on, you begin to draw closer to the Lord. And part of that is also you begin to self-examine. So you may ask some questions as I have in prayer. Lord, am I where you want me to be? Is there an area of my life that I could do better in? Is there a hindrance somewhere? Have I let some things in my life that displease you? Well, in the midst of of fasting and praying and asking the Lord those questions, it got me to thinking about previous moments in my life where I have been a part of a church-wide consecration or fast or a personal consecration or fast. And I was reminded of my new convert days when I had no clue, no clue what this fasting and consecration was really about. But it was mentioned at church, so I wanted to draw closer to God. So I was like, yeah, fasting? I'm in here, both feet, all night prayer meeting. Okay, let's do this. (laughs) There was a fire, a zeal, and an awe of God in those new convert days. And further down that new convert road, growth took place. Personal convictions begin to set in and be embraced. Now, almost 12 years later, in my transparency, (laughs) I am also reminded of periods of time where that fire and that zeal maybe got a little weak every now and then. Just trials came or life just happened and the fire wasn't burning like it used to. And we sing that song, take me back, take me back, dear Lord, to that place where I first received you, where I first believed. And and there's nothing wrong with that song. So I'll just clarify that. I love that song. But with that song in mind, think with me here. Take me back to the day you received the Holy Ghost and the experience that you felt. Think about how it changed you. Take me back to the most fervent personal prayer meeting you have ever been in. Not in a group or a church setting, but just you and the Lord. Take me back to that place. Take me back to a moment where you know God used your life to help or impact somebody else's. So I mentioned the consecration earlier. Now I know that consecration can make our flesh feel uncomfortable. My flesh does not necessarily like the idea of pushing some things away for whatever length of time. So for me, in an attempt to work on this whole flesh of mine, 
as we are in a time of consecration, I began to pray about that. So I I don't want this to become something that I can just check off at the end of every day. Okay, I fasted one day and I got however many more to go. (laughs) So part of my prayer has been, Lord, take me back. Take me back to that place. Again, those new convert days, if you will. I was hungry. I was a sponge trying to soak up everything I could. Studying, learning verses, listening to messages, just everything you could do, you wanted to, because it's that new convert fire. Whenever God did something in my life, I was going to text somebody, hey man, did you hear what God is doing right now? That new convert fire. Now, I, I won't say that my flame ever was completely extinguished, but there have definitely been periods of time where the fire wasn't burning like it once was. I'm sure we've all been there. So again, I was praying, Lord, take me back. Take me back to that level of hunger, thirst, and desire. But while I was praying about this, and I love when the Lord does things like this, but a thought hit me and stopped me mid-sentence. It was as if the Lord was saying, hey, here's something I want you to think about. And, And this thought that the Lord encouraged me with, I'm hoping will be an encouragement to you. And it was simply this, Lord, don't take me back. Take me beyond that. Don't just take me back. Take me beyond that. In other words, don't just take me back to the day I got the Holy Ghost. Take me beyond that a new and fresh anointing, a brand new touch. Don't just take me back to the most wonderful, fervent, powerful prayer I've ever been in. Take me beyond that, a deeper realm of prayer that I've never entered into before. That place of travail that I have not been in in a while, don't just take me back. Take me beyond that. Don't just take me back to a moment where I know that you used me. Take me beyond that. Our pastor recently said that one of the greatest highs in living for God is to know that God just used your life to help somebody else. Oh, to know that God wants to work through my little old life to do great things for his kingdom. I'm ready for God to use me, to use us, to use his church in a way that we have never seen before. There's things that I have heard of that have happened in yesteryears and yesterdays, and I'm I'm ready to see those things. So Lord, take me beyond that. Simply put, think about the most on fire you have ever been for God. And instead of saying, Lord, take me back, how about, Lord, Take me beyond that. I'm hungry for the deeper things of God. I think a part of getting to those deeper things is a mindset and a desire to go beyond, to go further than I've ever been before. Are you ready to grow? Are you ready to go beyond? I've said this before in a few other podcasts, but my mind tends to think in songs. (laughs) 
So when I think about going beyond, I'm reminded of that song, Beyond the Open Door is a new and fresh anointing. Are you ready to go beyond? We've been reading in 1 Corinthians during our consecration this week, and you know I, I've read this book several times, but there is something special about it when we can slow down and take things verse by verse and some wow moments begin to happen. Things that I have read over and over before and thought nothing of now begin to jump off the page when we really slow down and seek to let God talk to us as we get into his word. So if I want to go beyond, I need the word of God. Hopefully explaining it this way will make sense, but the take me back approach would take me back to the place where I was reading the word of God every day. I was following that Bible reading plan. I was taking some notes. I was writing some questions. And that is needful. But when that challenge sets in, that call to go deeper, (laughs) a take-me-beyond approach is hungry for revelation. God, as I'm reading your word, help me to see things I've never seen before. I want to fall deeper in love with your truth. Psalms 25, 4 and 5 says, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth. Are you ready to go beyond? So in reading 1 Corinthians this week, one of the verses that stuck out to me was 1 Corinthians 1, 5, that in everything ye are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge. So this verse talks about being enriched by him. Now, while I know this isn't an exact uh, connection here, this is where my mind went because being in education, we use the word enrichment a lot when we want kids to go beyond. This time of academic enrichment goes beyond the regular lesson. It goes beyond the normal content. During this time, those kiddos are going into a little deeper study than the norm. They are discovering things that they have not learned before. So are you ready to go beyond? Are you ready to be enriched by him? Enriched how? In all utterance and in all knowledge. And if we jump down to verse 7, I think this clarifies that it's talking about spiritual gifts. Verse 7 says, so that ye come behind in no gift. So a take me back approach here could be Take me back to the place where I remember seeing sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so being used by God in mighty ways, spiritual gifts. And then thinking, well, Lord, I'd I'd love for you to use me in that way, but it feels impossible. It It feels far off. I feel so incapable or unable. But a take me beyond approach draws me to the place of wanting God to use me. With humility, I know I'm not worthy, but God, I also know that you choose to work through people. I know that you chose to call me out of darkness into your marvelous lights. Lord, if you can use anything, you can use me. Paul later says in 1 Corinthians in chapter 12, covet earnestly the best gifts. Are you ready to go beyond? Are you ready for God to use you? 
I feel like it's worth noting that this verse also continues to say, and yet I show unto you a more excellent way. Well, that more excellent way is love. That next chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, meaning referred to as the love chapter. In short, looking at verse 2, if I have not charity, I am nothing. I want the level and depth of my love for God and my love for souls to grow. I can take you back to the place where it really began to sink in about loving souls. But Lord, take me beyond that. Draw me beyond to a place where I have a greater burden for the lost, a place of deeper travail for lost souls that I have not reached before. And I can take you back to the place where I decided that falling in love with Jesus really was the best thing I've ever done. But Lord, I want to go beyond that, a place where loving God gets sweeter as the days go by. Are you ready to go beyond? Are you ready to go beyond in your love for God and your love for souls? Last thing that I wanted to mention, jumping over to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 9 through 12, I have read verse 9 and always assumed it was talking about heaven. I've even heard it used in that context before, I think, but I don't know that I've ever stopped to think about what Paul is writing here is, is addressing some things for us right now. So 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. The things. We'll hang on to that for a second. The things. Verse 10, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. So a couple of things to note here. This verse says, God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. Are you hungry for revelation? That level of spiritual discernment that only comes from God. Are you ready to go beyond? Verse 9 mentions the things which God hath prepared. And here, verse 10, Paul talks about the deep things of God. Verse 11, for what man knoweth the things of man? save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So again, we're talking about those things. Verse 12, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know. <laughs> that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Oh, that we might know the things. <laughs> so tying this all together, there are things God is ready to do that eyes haven't seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into my little old heart. <laughs> but verse 10 here, God is revealing these things by his spirit, the deep things of God. Now, this isn't some super elite secret mystery sauce here, but I think if you're willing to go beyond, if you're willing to go deeper, 
God is willing to reveal some things to us, those deeper things that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Oh, to get a grasp, a taste, a a burden, a vision for what God is wanting to do. Not just take us back, but take us beyond to the deep things of God. Places we haven't been before in the spirit. And again, I I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the Lord to take you back. I'm still going to sing that song with all my heart. (laughs) But if you're ready to grow, if you're willing to go deeper, Lord, don't just take us back. Take us beyond that.